A Cascade of Blood, Friday, January 19, 2024. He is in deep agony. He is praying more earnestly than ever. Great drops of blood fall from his brow and cascade onto the ground. Luke twenty-two forty-four. The Passion of the Christ has begun. The diabolical minions are cackling at the Lamb of God. It is dark in the garden. No floodgates, no lamps, or hot chocolate to keep you awake and warm. Jesus and his disciples are fresh from the upper room. Despite the powerful words of Jesus, the eleven are still harboring some resentment regarding their position in the coming kingdom, not to mention their inappropriate contraband sword escapade during the supper. The eleven were in a bad place. Jesus is already carrying the weight of the world, but his friends are tired. After a full Passover meal with all the trimmings, he warns them, Pray, so that you do not fall into temptation. The motley crew of half-baked disciples fall asleep almost as soon as Jesus even utters his first words to his Father, just a few steps away. Jesus withdraws from those who are asleep. Jesus is looking for strength to sustain him in the hours that are approaching The powers of hell are making the setting even more suffocating. He is praying. He is pleading his case. He is placing every ounce of strength to sustain him in this dark hour. Even as the disciples are soundly asleep, Jesus is crying out to his Father. There is no turning back. His face was disfigured due to his deep gravitas. The Bible describes this scene as a cascade of blood forming from his brow. His agony was palpable. He wept one last time, even as evil men are descending on the band of brothers. It was the parting of the ways. Jesus was totally invested. Jesus' steely dispossession stood within him, ready to do, to say, to surrender to his mission. He prayed while walking to the Mount of Olives and in the garden. There was no turning back now. And me, well... I'm ashamed of my puny prayer life. How many times do I send up the same run-of-the-mill requests as if I had something better to do? Where are the prayers of Abraham, of David, of Daniel, and Mary? Men and women of passion and power in their, in their seasons of prayer. And I so easily become distracted in the midst of my disjointed prayer times. How pathetic. God forgive me. I am determined to make time for prayer, deep, sincere, meaningful seasons of prayer. My moments of testing are soon approaching. There is no time for passive prayers. It's my time to taste the fellowship that awaits me when I spend time with my forever friend. Abba, I resolve in my heart to spend more time in prayer and in your word. Days of trouble and testing are approaching. I want to be a man of prayer. Now, in Jesus' name, amen.